Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on idleness and being stagnant. In other words, we can keep ourselves from growth by remaining in environments that support our past and not our present and future self. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's gonna be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad. Or you can go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called Shared Experience. Again, today's episode is called Shared Experience. So let's get into it. How do you decipher between good and bad relationships? What factors do you weigh in deciding if you want to keep a connection in your life? Would you imply that time or normalcy is a vital component? We often stay complacent in situations, circumstances, or our current environment from shared experiences. This similarity exchange can stem from common interests such as hobbies, food, relationships, trauma, etc. And we sometimes don't even notice if it's an asset or a liability until a shift happens and we have to decide whether or not we want to keep or sever the relationship. However, my golden rule is if any connection I have is separating me from God and it doesn't provide me the growth and the clarity, I must let it go. I know it can be a struggle to remove the things in our life that once or still brings us comfort and security, but is it worth Disconnecting ourselves from the purity, prosperity, and maturity we gain in Christ? Our foundation in Christ can only stand firm if we are mindful and intentional in where we plant ourselves. When we plant ourselves in places that aren't adaptable to our purpose, we can't evolve fully into the person we're supposed to be. The energy, the time and focus of our relationship and purpose with God is now being allocated elsewhere in our life. And I know we try to have this healthy balance between what we desire and God's will, but one or the other will always have more attention. And if we continue to shorthand our father, shorthand God when he is trying to guide and navigate us to our purpose, the more lack we may feel. And then we try to supply this lack in other areas of our life versus just returning back to what God has called us to do, returning back to the will of God. 
And we may feel like during this process in this time of our life of separation and disconnection, that it's the end of the world. But by removing yourself, you allow space not only for you, but for the other party to grow, for the other party to get the instruction and the assignment that God has called over their life. Because God is not only talking to you when he's telling you to move, God is also talking to the other situation, the other circumstance on where they need to go. But if no one is willing to be obedient to God, we are hindering the progression of where he is trying to take us to. The substance we look for in building connections is not solely on similarities, but on allowing God's presence to guide us in communication, trust, respect, honesty, empathy, understanding, etc. When I allowed God to be the center of my life, when I allowed God to be the center of my relationships, I now have a healthy space to decompose and leave feeling refreshed and healed versus conversating with no resolution other than we just gossiping. Now, there are moments when you need an ear because we all need someone to just listen. Sometimes we don't need you to project. Sometimes we just want a listening ear and that's okay. But we shouldn't want that person or people that we go to to only be a disposal in our life, to only be a trash can in our life where we deposit all of our negativity, where we deposit all of these things and there is no center ground, there is no resolution, there is no positivity in the midst. Sometimes when the going gets hard and it gets tough and we feel like we're drowning, we feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, I need someone who can intercede and vice versa. We need to learn how to intercede for our friends. We need to learn how to be a spiritual light in their life, not just a physical presence, but understand that not every interaction is about talking. Sometimes our resolution is I just need to pray about this. Let's pray together about this. Let's fast together about this. Let's read our Bible together about this so we can get clarity from our father. And it's not because I can't do it alone. It's just the knowing that you have that support system, that spiritual support system that has you in your front, your back, in your sides to keep you motivated, to keep you encouraged, to keep you seeking God and to understand that you have that reassurance in that corner. You have people, you have that someone that wants the same thing, which is to please God. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20, NIV says this, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, NIV says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. We have to be mindful 
of where we place our company. We have to be mindful of the interactions that we make because we need more than just a shared experience to have a purposeful life centered on the Lord. Or we'll end up turning into the company that we keep. And the fire that God has placed in us for his love, the fire that we have for Christ will slowly decrease because we may speak it, but we don't live it in our environment. Or maybe because we are in an environment that God has told us time and time and time and time again to remove ourselves from, it weakens us. Because like it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, NIV, it says this. It says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. There are moments when I become stagnant in situations and circumstances because of the potential I may see. I want to see the good. I want to see the hope. I want to have faith. I want to give compassion in knowing that if I'm just here to be a support, if I'm just here to give you that extra nudge, then everything that you are trying to do can be accomplished. But improvement can only happen if someone is willing, not just agreeing. There are words of agreement need to line up in action. And that has held me back for years because I spent my time holding on to the potential, holding on and trying to elevate someone and not realizing the reality of the situation is this. If this situation, if this lifestyle never changes, will I be okay? Can I accept where I am now? Will I just be able to stay? And sometimes for me personally, I did say yes. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm cool with it. But subconsciously, y'all, I would still try to conform my environment to what God has called me to do versus uprooting myself and being obedient to what he has called me to do. We cannot let our compassion and the time we may spend on something or someone be the biggest distraction in our growth because we want things to be fixed and we want things to be changed in our own hands. But let me tell you this, there is nothing too dirty that God can't make worthy because he washes us in his mercy and makes us clean. God is the only one who can take us and make us clean. God is the only one who can do a turnaround. God is the only one who can bring us a breakthrough. God is the only one who can be in the midst of that situation. We can try till we blew in the face, but God is the only one that can make a person have an aha moment to self-reflect and say within themselves, I need to grow. I deserve better. This isn't the last stop of my life. I know that God God has a purpose for me. The same God that reassures us in our walk of purpose and faith is the same God that can reassure those around us. 
we must continue to have the confidence in knowing wherever God is leading us is for a reason. Don't hold yourself back because of fear. Don't hold yourself back because of the what ifs, because God has that too. Our common interests are good to have. I'm not saying that they're not. Being relatable is a good thing. It's a great conversation starter. But we must remember that those interests shouldn't outweigh God's will for our life. When it starts to become a conflict, we have to decide whether or not we want to root ourselves in our interests or root ourselves in God's will. And to be honest, we will have plenty of opportunities ahead that we won't feel like we are missing our past if we just continue to humble ourselves and be obedient. I always ask God if it's his will for me to be removed and for me to separate myself, that he just allows peace to be in the midst and for it to recede on its own. Because I know personally by me, by my strength, if I had to make that judgment call, it probably wouldn't happen. And that's why God says not on our strength alone, but on his strength, with God's strength, with God's authority, with God's wisdom, knowledge, power, and understanding, things can happen. A shift can change. But when we try to move on our own agenda, when we try to handle things in our own way, when we try to say, no, it's not that bad. Like they can stay attached to me. I can stay still doing this and still do what God wants me to do. It's not possible. God is taking us places where not everyone can go. We want them to go. We're yearning for them to go. We're praying, God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but let this stay attached to me. But they can't go. And it's not the fact of every time someone can't follow you on the journey of purpose that God is leading you to. It's because of something awful. But it's that God has predestined us to do many things. And what God has called you to do may not be lined up to where God has called them to be. It says in Romans chapter eight, verse five, NIV, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. So that being said, we must remember that in our walk of purpose, we don't need to be spending our time on worrying and stressing about how is this going to work out? What if I do leave? Are they going to be okay? What if I do separate myself? Is this something that God really wants me to do? When we know in our heart of hearts, God has been calling us to be elevated, but we have been allowing our doubts, our fears, our trauma, our situations to keep us bound because we have created a safety net And God is trying to remove us out of that safety net and for us to understand that he is the safety net. God is so many things. We don't have to rely on ourselves when we can rely on him. So remember, 
If we continue to root ourselves in God, if we continue to seek his face, if we continue to keep our eyes on him and our hearts yearning for his glory, yearning for his presence, yearning for a relationship, yearning for his will, all is covered, all is handled, all is taken care of. There is nothing that God has not thought of because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are greater than our ways. He knows. So the fact that he already knows, we just have to be obedient and understand that if God is covering me, I know God can cover that situation too. I know God can cover that circumstance too. I know God is making a way for them just like he's making a way for me because God will not just bless me and only me. God can bless those around me. God can bless those attached to me. And if God is calling me to elevation, if God is calling me to a different environment, I have to be obedient obedient to him. We must be obedient to our father because you never know. Maybe your roots, you planting yourself in that space is restricting that environment to grow in the way that it needs to grow because it's time for you to be uprooted. So if you needed a sign to stop worrying, to stop being fearful, if you needed a sign to like, God, I'm unsure if this is what you want me to do. I think that it is, but I'm not sure because it's not lining up to what I expect it to be. Like I say all the time, y'all, we have to remove those expectations because sometimes them expectations don't line up to what God wants for us. And we have to stay rooted in him God is going to cover whatever we detach ourselves from. God is going to do whatever needs to be done because it's not our will, but his. And because we are his children, he wants us to continue to grow. He wants us to flourish and not try to latch on to what he doesn't want us to latch on to. And until you accept what God is saying to you, what God is telling you, you can never fully evolve to the purpose that he has placed over you because we want to root ourselves in an environment that was maybe beneficial to our past, but it's not where God is trying to keep us at in our present and our future. And yes, the unknown can be scary. Yes, the unknown can give us nervousness. Yes, the unknown can give us anxiety. And it's like, God, I really got to trust in you. Can, can I have some control? No, we have to give full control to our father so he can allow his glory to be known. So people can see that if you root yourselves in God, you will gain the prosperity that you desire and that you need. We have peace. We have joy. We have the knowledge to know that our father always have our back and we just have to continue to stay rooted in him. If you know you need to let it go, let it go. I know it's easier said than done, but let it go. Say, God, I can't do it on my strength. 
So whatever you need to do to allow me to be released from this, God, I need you to do it. God, I need you to close whatever door that needs to be closed. God, I want you to open whatever door that needs to be opened. God, I need your wisdom, your guidance, your knowledge, power, and understanding. God, I can't do this on my own. God, I need you to continue to reveal to me what needs to be done in my life for your glory. So God, remove anything that is attached to me that is disrupting my function to be a part of the body of Christ. And God will hear that and God will do it. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share special thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting. So I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you. And Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.